Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily, then distribute it everywhere, and even earn money. We like that. All in one place for totally free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your cellular telephone or your computer, so no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else, those other places that podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify, and when you want to take conversations with your fans to the next level, Q&As and polls are the best way to get them talking. With Spotify for podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions, and best of all, it's totally free zero catch we've been using it ever since we started how long gone and ever since i discovered spotify for podcasters i feel like having the option of turning off the q a's and the polls on the user dashboard <laughs> has really helped uh, boost my creativity and take it to another level i highly recommend giving it a try download the spotify for podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started Hello, Chris Black. What's up? How are you? <laughs> Big TJ. What's really good, baby? Uh, you know, another day in paradise. We're up early. We're getting this bread. We're podcasting. Mm-hmm. You know, does anything change? Is is life not just Groundhog's Day with different guests? It is. The only real difference that's going on is I, I find myself uh, consuming more coffee than I did before. Maybe I feel like this time a year ago. I could I could get through the day with one maybe two cups and now I'm I don't even think about starting my day until I have until I have dose in me and then and then we go from there. Wow. Is that so is have, that because I'm not getting enough sleep? Is it because I'm old? Am I mark marining out? What's going on? Pow! I mean, I think it's a <laughs> I think it's all all three, TJ. I mean, I have one coffee in the morning, but I get up so early that it's kind of worn off by this time. Um, mm-hmm. You know, mid mid to, mid to early afternoon. But then I usually like to hit a second cup of bean around three p.m. to coast me into the early evening. Okay, um, three bean, like a chili. No, no, no! I would never eat chili. That's disgusting. <laughs> That's that chi- chili is confirmed fat people food, as you know. Mm, I need to add this to my notes for our, our guest on today's episode. <laughs> but yeah, we don't eat chili. Um, but the yeah, so you know, having a having two cups to three cups maximum of, of Joe per day. Otherwise, I tweak out. You know what I'm okay, saying? Okay. Well, you know, luckily tomorrow when we're going to be recording our um, our our worldwide sensation Twitch show. Uh, the how long gone live we uh, we will be doing a coffee cupping you know one of our one of our uh, pod fan and family tinker coffee uh, we we are t- we are chatting about doing a little how long gone custom bean collab so we're gonna do a live coffee cupping are we I didn't know that how are you gonna bring all the stuff to mad decent studios and disgusting downtown LA well that's why I wanted to talk to you about this just to gauge you out because normally a coffee cupping you would you would brew like a little you know pour over and you would do it in this kind of real dainty mm-hmm. way and then you sip it and you you inhale it in this weird like <laughs> kind of way and then you talk about yeah. you know yeah. the, the the tasting notes but I think that's going to be uh, but also I know that you are a, you you don't like hot coffee you're a cold brew guy right 
Yeah, hot coffee, you know, in the dead of winter on the East Coast, I'll have it, but I prefer a mm-hmm. cold brew. Yeah, if, if you're crossing the fjords with your, uh, with your pack of <laughs> wild dogs, you know, gun to your head, you'll have a hot cup of Joe, but otherwise, you try to avoid exactly. it. If possible. Okay, so that being said, I will, um, you know, today I will do an 18-hour infusion cold brew. For all three of our flavors, and then we will we're gonna get to the bottom of this and figure out figure out exactly wow. what Bean speaks to us live on tape. So I need you to pull out your pocket thesaurus and get ready okay. to use your descripting words here. All right? Can you yeah. can you luckily, handle that? Luckily, Jason, I do a little thing called write, and some have said that I am sick with the pen. So I don't see this being an issue as far as well. You know, the, the same way that I'm sick with the pen as it pertains to to tasting notes and food writing, you know, being a super taster, etc. They, you know, you you might be better at discussing, you know, maybe the the fit of a loafer or you know a Henley shirt, whereas I'd be better Henley. at. <laughs> Don't say that word to me. Whereas to I'd be better at the describing your mouth. the subtle flavors of uh, you know. Of the, our culinary this, world, so I'm just, I'm just saying, this, just because you're a good writer doesn't mean you have a lot of, uh, fl- but you you are a recovering fatty who do who do love uh, to eat. So you do, you know, it is inherently inside of you the love the love of food. Yeah, but I mean, uh, it's saying a coffee bean tastes like shoe leather and dirt with top notes of apricot is not like okay. So you that, can do it, Chris. Yeah, bro. Come on, this ain't a game. I've I've seen Sideways the movie, dude. It, it's it's weird that there was a there was a time I was going through a breakup where where Sideways was like, damn, this this movie speak speaketh to me. I remember watching Side, Sideways is a great movie. It is a great movie, and I remember watching it when it came out, and I was like, this movie's fucking dumb. And then once I entered my thirties, I was like, oh, okay. All I uh, all all the it, jokes, all the references, all the life. Makes sense. Journeys, you know, you I, like much like a fine wine, it had to be aged <laughs> and uh, and enjoyed well, at the at the proper vintage. I'm a big. I think Thomas Hayden Church is actually underrated as a comedic force. In and the also, world. you you know, is it a coincidence that his initials are THC? Damn, really makes you think. Yeah, TJ went there. I'll go there. I don't give a shit. I- you don't give a shit, bro. Well, that's gonna be. I'm excited for our cupping. We also we have a guest uh, tomorrow on the on the Twitch program, uh, a fellow by the name of Patrick Sandberg. I guess that would be um, today. Who, we should say it's today. Oh, actually, wait. This comes out Friday, so this oh. doesn't even matter. Mm, yeah, this is a special. Okay, well, <laughs> look, this is a this is a big week of content for us. We had to move things around because we have a. Uh, we have a prestige guest on our show it's, today. It's, I mean, you know, it's rare, honestly. You know, on this show, we like to have, you know, people that are in our realm. We, we take an inside look at the at the media, um, you know, fashion, music spheres. But it's mm-hmm. it's rare that we get someone that has kind of been in our lives since I can remember. Yeah, well, you know, this year for my birthday, Chris did get me a cameo featuring a member of rap group D4L, but I feel like him booking this guest was the real birthday present for TJ <laughs> this year. I, you know, so I saw a window, uh, you know, as I'm doing my daily doom scroll, you know, I, I, I noticed there was a connection between, you know, how long gone and famed, um, you know, not only television star, entrepreneur, mother, uh, apparently, a sp- 
podcaster, aspiring tennis player, um, <laughs> Whitney, po- Whitney Port, mm-hmm. who, who has been a, a reoccurring theme, not only on this podcast, but also in Jason's life. Um, yeah, Whitney from Da Hills and I have a long-standing <laughs> relationship uh, that is more one-sided than any <laughs> than anything. <laughs> it's true, um, but I, I think that that getting you know so today, oh, man. Well, it's just gonna. I, I'm feeling emotional just getting into it. To be honest, well, like, you know, being able just, to do this for you, <laughs> just just like many other fellas who uh, who had uh, access to MTV. You know, wa- you know, watching watching the hills. You know, everyone everyone had their favorite. You know, whether it was a guy or a girl. You know, somebody that you drew yourself to, a Justin Bobby or a, or an LC, what have you. Even even a Low Bosworth, but we don't really talk about her. But for me, something about good old Whitney. I just uh, you know I was drawn to it, so I, I did have a crush on Whitney. And <laughs> now it is it's it's funny and hilarious and amazing. That you know, all these years later, she's potting with us, and it's and it should be a, a pretty funny journey. Well, I think that you know, I think height comes into play here, personally. Comes into so, play for what exactly? Well, I think Whitney could be first of all the tallest female guest we've had on the podcast. Okay, <laughs> okay. Um, and also, I think whether you knew it or not, maybe that is what attracted to you her attracted you to her all those years ago. Mm, I like a lanky lass. To, when a when a when a male big bird finds his female big bird, you know that is a special moment. In, well, what in, happens in was what happens is we we get to squawking once that happens. <laughs> get, get to squawking. Oh, yeah, I'll fuck good. around and get to squawking if I see a big tall big tall bird come a flying had, into yeah, my this coop is, area. This is a big my coop area. Come out to my coop area in the suburbs <laughs> yeah, of Glendale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not talking about the Lexus either, girl. I'm talking about a, <laughs> no, a, a place where uh, where I, where eggs are laid. If you dig, you know. <laughs> yeah, we don't drive. We don't drive Lexuses on this side. That's what. And if we do, they're big body. You know. Sure, sure. That'd be crazy. Yeah, but I, I think that this is you know as the as the <clears throat> podcast moves in a, in a in a direction, this feels like a very positive step for us because I think the goal of any mm-hmm. you know when you're when you're creating art, the goal is always to to really put your emotion, your feelings into it, and also to hmm. grow with it. You know what I mean? I Damn. feel like I know it really makes you think, but I feel like you know we're we're growing. You know, this is a big step for this podcast, and it's, and it's a moment of growth for both of us, mm-hmm. myself presenting you with this amazing gift and then the the world at large our giant listenership global audience getting to hear you go through this live is is a gift to them when you say go through this live do you mean me laying down a fat pimp game or do you mean me (laughs) simping harder than i've ever simped but in my life I'm gonna say simping harder than you've ever simped in your life, but I think that that is what I think. Also, though, I'm 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 coming at this from a very different perspective. Obviously, I'm coming at this more from my love of reality television and what someone like Whitney has been able to turn this into a very yeah. I guess yeah. Career. Let's not let's not forget about you, Chris. It's not yeah. No, yeah. I would never forget about me. Come on, <laughs> <laughs> this podcast is all about me. What but do you mean? you you are also a fan of of Whitney in your own right. Not you know. This yeah, is no, not I, just about. Uh, this just is not about just me. about TJ, but I do think it's a very interesting thing that a lot of a lot of the women from that show in particular were able to kind of pave their way and be like full on entrepreneurs, making a lot of money, doing a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. Um, Whereas the men and, have not. 
No, that they're all losers, which you know, is <laughs> is kind of a. I mean, you know, to, to be to be fair and unfortunately honest, that's kind of how it goes in this world. You know what I mean? So you know, mm-hmm. uh, I, I just it's it's really interesting because these you know again we we were there for all of this and and um you know to watch all of them kind of have these second and third careers that are wildly profitable and and touch like all different industries is pretty crazy. I agree. I mean, you know, it, it, we all grew up on the hills. No matter, you know, if, if you're somebody old like me or even just a youngster, it's like just a, it's just a or a young, yeah. young, a, a spry 17 year old Chris Black. He, uh, you know, everyone, everyone can appreciate it. Not, not unlike a, a sex in the city, but unlike an Emily in Paris. I tried to watch it again last night with my LP and. Uh, after watching one episode, she's like, "This is I can't, I just cannot." Well, <clears throat> well, you know what? Me and me and Carolyn will have a conversation off pod about getting her little taste up a little bit. Um, and but- we, we smoked weed before and everything. You know, I I, li- I I baked cookies. I had it all ready to go. There was there was you know the, I put my phone in the other room. Maybe I was I was I was locking in like i was about to watch the fucking irishman or some shit i did everything but make popcorn but the uh you know the show is a terrible show that okay i don't we don't you know what we can talk about this with whitney port i'm sure she has an opinion on it you know what i mean i i think that even as a busy mother Mm -hmm. and entrepreneur and podcaster she probably has time to watch the hottest best show netflix has ever made all right, Whitney in Paris. Let's give her uh, Whitney in Brentwood. Let's give her a call. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bye bye. Bye. Hey, Jason. We all know there are things in life that you have to compromise on. You're eating at restaurants you don't want to eat at all the time to appease myself and others. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes to your health, health, there's no compromise. So don't go back to that one doctor who used your appointment to catch up on the latest headlines their family group chat, their crossword puzzles, just because they're available right now or because they take your slightly sketchy insurance. Instead, check out ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to you, and prioritize your health. And you can search by location, availability, and insurance, so literally no compromises here because with ZocDoc, you've got more options than you know. ZocDoc is a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors very close to you and instantly book appointments with them online. Just like when I'm looking for new shoes on my sites, you can filter specifically, see which doctors take your insurance located near you maybe find a doctor that's far away from you for personal reasons you don't want to disclose i use zocdoc and you should too go to zocdoc.com slash how long and download zocdoc for free then find and book a top-rated doctor today that's z-o-c-d-o-c dot com slash how long zocdoc.com slash how long how long gone is brought to you by neutrophil as you know you know hair thinning is quite complicated like your skin, hair is a reflection of your health, uh-oh, and internal factors can impact the way your hair looks, feels, and most importantly, grows. Nutrafol's whole-body approach multi-targets underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker, stronger hair. Go ahead, give it a tug. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist-recommended hair growth suppy with over one million people seeking thicker, stronger, faster-growing hair. With considerably less shedding. Thank God. Take the first step 
to visibly thicker, healthier hair for a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code HOWLONG, all one word. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists and professional stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L. I got Raf on the nut. <laughs> dot com promo code how long? That's neutral. Dot com promo code how long? The best way to learn a language: immersion, living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language. The second best way, and that's with Babbel. One in five Americans uh, have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off your list with Babbel. Chris and I are going to the country of Georgia in a month or so and they have a very unique language and i will be using Babel to try and just get a little bit of action so i can know how to order my uh cold my cold brew lattes and things like that in a way uh that's actually science based don't spend hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language use Babel's quick 10 minute lessons they're handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new lingo in as little as three weeks. Here's the special limited time deal for our listeners right now. Get 55% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash how long. Get 55% off at babbel.com slash how long, spelled B A B B E L dot com slash how long. Rules and restrictions may apply. Babel. What up? How are you? That's Chris. I'm Jason. What's going I'm Chris on? I'm Jason. I'm Whitney. <laughs> <laughs> It's nice to it's nice to be chatting with another elite podcaster. So thank you for joining us. <laughs> oh my god, my pleasure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know we we like to talk to professionals on this show. So um, where where are you right now? Are you at home? Yeah, I mean, I consider myself a professional. Um, I'm home. I'm in my bedroom, actually. Um, That's a pretty where- blue lamp there, Whitney. What's going on with that lamp? like it i just moved my knee a little bit so that you can get a good view it's, it's a nice statement um, lamp so this lamp is actually from my mother-in-law uh we have two of, mm. of them and yeah a lot and this chair i'm sitting in is too it's some of the pieces that she's giving me i love and some of them i'm to me my husband just wants to keep so i kind of gotta appease him Damn, that's actually very nice. My my girlfriend would absolutely not allow any of that and has already thrown many of my pieces away. <laughs> Jason, I wouldn't at- call what you were bringing to the relationship pieces necessarily. I think it's more like stuff. Yeah. Can you just see? That's look fair. at what. Hold on. Let me show you my what I've allowed in our bedroom. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> look, look at the. This is his desk. Wow, Timmy! Uh, yes, all right, so Timmy, Timmy is your life partner. He has a—is that a standing desk? It's no, it's that, that, that's what's so stupid. No offense to him, is that he <laughs> he has his screens like up here, but he doesn't. He sits and just like looks up at it the whole time. It's so ridiculous. So the the fellow likes to peer up. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's some sort of like weird complex he has. I have no idea. That feels <laughs> well, you know. that feels like it could be painful for his neck over time. I, I think that that is my main concern. Um, yeah. But Tim, Timmy's not a short guy, that. though, is he? No, he's like six feet. 
Mm. When you say mm. like six feet, is that six feet or is that <laughs> is that five eleven and a little bit? You of can change? be honest with us. This is a safe space. You can be honest with us. Um, I think he's like five eleven and a half. Mm. Honestly, wow. Yeah, yeah. The truth comes out. The truth comes out. But you're you're pretty tall yourself. Yeah, I'm five ten. Well, at Mama least he's mia. taller than you. You know, Jason. Um, height is a theme on this podcast because Jason is six foot ten. Six no, not six nine. Not. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do your basketball card height. My bad, bro. <laughs> but Chris is like six four. Yeah, it's a we have a we have a we have a height themed pot. You know, it's it's important for us that our guests are tall. Mm-hmm. So it's it's nice that you kind of hit that mark for us. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. No short kings Wait. allowed on this show. No short I, kings. Yeah, we I try to avoid. I think my son's gonna be that tall too. He's already so big. He's three years old and he's wearing like a size six, like a six year old kid's clothes. Damn. Is that does that mean you've been buying a lot of clothes? Have you had to cop a lot of children's garments? Yeah, I thought I wasn't going to have to because he was a boy, and I thought I was ju- it was just going to be really easy. But he's been growing so fast that I, it's, yeah, I got to keep it keep it up. What kind of you know as a as a person with no children? Thank God, I um <laughs> I I like to give shoes as a gift. That's a very popular gift for me to give to other people's children. So I think what that's kind a great of gift. What kind of shoes are is is our king in? What do you have him in the most? So honestly, right now he's in. Okay, they're they're a little dorky. No offense to this company, but they're honestly the most comfortable. And he's wearing APLs. They're like slip on. Mm. APL them, makes kid shoes. Yeah, they. Um, I thought they, you were going to say Allbirds for a second. You had me scared there, Wit. Oh my god, no! <laughs> I'm not like oh my god, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, I, 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 I definitely, I've had my fair share of all birds, and and Sonny did have a pair when he was little too. But no, he's mm. been wearing like those slip-on APLs a lot. Um, honestly, I look, I just typed in t- boys' toddler shoes in Amazon and found him like really random Oshkosh ones that were cute. Yeah. Mm. So he's not, he's not like a Jordan collector yet or anything. That's what I was, you know, APL is an interesting brand because I feel like it only makes clothes for like white chicks that go to berries. You know what I mean? I did not know they made children's footwear. Yeah, they, it's kind of true. They make clothes for like kind of that basic girl and her basic husband and like her, (laughs) and her basic kid. You can't, I don't even know if you, I don't know if you can air this because I'm friends with the person who owns APL. (laughs) Well, I mean, <laughs> look, Whitney, APL's making a lot of money whether our opinion matters or not. You know? I so. love APL. The, the shoes are really, really, really cute. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just, for Sunny, like the slip-on thing is a little bit dorky. That's all I'm saying. Oh, the slip-on element, I, I agree. But as a child, you can't tie a shoe. What's he supposed to do? Yeah, 100%. 100%. Mm-hmm. He gets a pass for being uh, three years old. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. We'll give him a pass for being literally a child. We'll let it rock. What what neighborhood do you guys live in? We're in the Valley in Studio City. Wow, I'm mm. shocked at that. I am shocked. Why? Well, just as an LA resident, I, I just I don't know. I took you for a Brentwood Bay. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't Maybe yeah, you would have a little more of a Palisades energy, but I'm glad that you're over in Studio City because I'm I'm over here right in Burbank, you know? <laughs> okay, so Bur- Burbank Glendale. I I grew up in Brentwood. Go so off. Uh, so you had I to escape. Don't- I, I don't blame you for having that <laughs> preconceived notion. Like I, I, I am 
However, I feel like I'm, as an adult, I'm trying to get further and further away from that. And I, I kind of even want to leave LA. Whoa. But All right, Joe Rogan. So you're trying to get, <laughs> you're, you're trying to be Whitney of the woods. Is that what's going on? The woods, the lake, the countryside, the mountains. Okay, well, where where are you and Timmy considering moving? We're not talking about like Wyoming, maybe just like a little Lake Arrowhead kind of vibe or Temecula. I mean, (laughs) first of all, Temecula is like... (laughs) Not Temecula. Oh, come on. Temecula is... is, They have a great wine scene. They have hot air balloons. My my sister got married in Temecula. Um, Hey, nobody's perfect. No, right. Um, so I don't know. I'm open. I really I want to leave, but there's not one place that sticks out. Like I I envision myself the most in a place that I have never been, which is Charleston. Um, <gasps> so you are what? Interesting. You bring that up, Whitney. <laughs> I'm I'm from Atlanta. I'm from the South, and I have spent much time in Charleston. And I have to say, I would live there maybe. And you I'm would? I'm a New Yorker. I, I've I've lived in New York for twelve years, but I'm in LA right now. I Charleston is the best city in the South. Wow, that's what I've heard. And you've never been? No, I've never been, but I just love it. I love the architecture. I love the whole like tropical, but like traditional style. I love it. I love it. Love the way those hurricanes say- just slap all the buildings. Exactly. I mean, I could set you up. Let me. We'll talk off pod. There's a great hotel there. I can set you up with them if you guys want to take a little vacation. Amazing. I would love you know? that. <laughs> but I do think I consider you, but you're such an iconic LA figure. Would you feel displaced in a regular city? I mean, you know, could you leave the glitz and glamour? Yeah. I, I mean. <laughs> can you go, yes, can I you could. live in yes, a place? I, I mean, there's no Erewhon in, in Charleston. You know that, right? You guys have me like a little bit confused, I think. <laughs> no, like, we're we're not talking about you. We're talking about us. Okay. Yeah, we're okay, projecting okay. is what we're doing. <laughs> but Charleston um, does have a Whole Foods. I will say that. Okay. I'm down with Whole Foods. I don't even need Erewhon. Honestly, the aisles are so small and there's way too much to choose from. Like it, it's not even a necessity in my life. No, it's it's nobody's necess- necessity at all. That's true. Well, that must, true. must be nice. I mean, I think that I think that Charleston could be a good place. It seems like a good place to raise a child. Yeah, that's what I think. I just don't know. Like having grown up in LA, and you know, don't get me wrong, I'm like. I'm proud of myself and who I've become, but I don't. I don't really know that I want to raise like a, an LA kid mm-hmm. um, who's just friends with a bunch of LA kids. You know, like I just, I don't know. Mama so, doesn't want to raise a TikToker. No, a hundred percent not. And I just don't want to. I just don't want to get into this, live the same life that I already led. You know what I mean? Like I, I grew up in on the west side of LA I went to crossroads blah 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 had that whole existence and like I don't want to live through that with Sunny again I want something totally new and different mm-hmm. that's cool I appreciate that I appreciate that yeah. I mean I think that I, I think that the south would be a little bit of a shock to your system to be honest it takes a little yeah. while to get accustomed yeah but you could make it I think so too. I mean, I grew up going to a lake in Missouri every every summer. Like ever since I was born, we went to Lake of the Ozarks, and I know it's very different. Lake of the Ozarks is like much trashier, um, <laughs> and not maybe the greatest place to see. Why did you? Why did you? Why did you guys go there? Did your because, dad just like it? Your parents just like it? 
Yeah, so it was actually my grandparents. My grandfather never uh, flew anywhere, and he drove cross-country all the time with my grandmother for fun. And they one day on one of their trips just stumbled upon the lake and bought a place there. And then my parents took us there every summer. That's adorable. Well, that is adorable. I feel like that is a good, that is a, that's a cute story, but also that's not not the South. Like, I'm going to give you a pass. It's yeah, not, Missouri yeah, is some real ass South. Well, that's, yeah, it's, well, it's, I, I don't know if it's technically like the Midwest, but like it, it's, it gave me a little bit more of a sense of like just being outside of this LA bubble, you know, like it, it, it it kind of opened my eyes a little bit. You lived in New New York for a little while, right? Yeah. I mean, that was the most like, (laughs) that was. I lived in New York for two years, and that's when you really feel like, oh my god, there's a whole world out here. It's just hard in LA. It's so hard. You like feel like you're in this bubble. It's sometimes I'm like, I forget that there's a world out there. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Especially with quarantine too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So have you guys, you guys have done zero travel outside of like a little Ohio weekend trip or something like that. Yeah, we haven't done anything. Um, we went, yeah, we, t- Timmy and I went on like a two hour drive and stayed someplace, but we're actually, I think going, cause Timmy's from New York. So I think we're going to go back there for Thanksgiving and be with his family. Mm. Fe- a fellow super spreader. I like to hear it, Whitney. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I, I've been displaced from New York since March and I, I'm like slowly starting to miss it. But LA is such paradise. If you're not from here, it's amazing. I know. I mean, we're really lucky that we have this weather, even though I would like it to get a little bit cooler. But I I even miss New York. Like, I I don't know. It feels – there's obviously the energy there that's that you can't What, what era did you live there? What years was it? Um, I lived there in 2007 and 8 or oh, 8 and 9. Those, eight are, and nine. those are prime years. Those are, I was there. I moved there in 2008 myself. So did oh, I wow. see? Did I see you at Butter on a Monday night? Is that possible? Probably, probably. <laughs> and that, that was a good. That was a good year. Good years for all of our lives, probably. But I think that that like 2007, 2008, some of the worst years for fashion. Do you do you agree with that, or do you disagree? Yeah. Well, I think trends wise, bad. Yes, because mm-hmm. like. I was a terrible dresser at that point, but also like <laughs> who economy, who amongst us wasn't? I know. Well, I guess that it's all it's all relative. Like I think if I look at myself in ten years, like if I look at myself now, I'm probably going to think that I was a bad dresser, you know, because things are always constantly sure. changing. But 2008 was also it was just not the greatest year to be in the fashion industry because it was the year that um, recession. Yeah, exactly. It was the recession. Mm-hmm. So it was a very hard industry to be in at that time. Mm-hmm. Mm. Especially for the luxury markets. Well, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I didn't know who I wanted. Like, I thought that was my customer. Like, because I was on the hills in the city. I thought I was, like, going to appeal to the big city, like, wealthier crowd. And so my my stuff was kind of expensive. It started expensive. Yeah. And I really missed the mark because I think had I started with more accessible, like, lower price points, mm-hmm. I, it could have maybe still been around. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, well, ha- I think- it's, it's a hard thing having your own fashion line. And, you yeah. know, it's not unlike opening a restaurant. The, the, the failure rate, pretty high in the investment amount. Also very high. Yeah, exactly. I don't know that I'd ever 
like invest in myself in the fashion industry again. <laughs> like I'd I'd invest in myself in another industry, but just maybe not the fashion industry. You will you will take investment money from other people, but not yes, investing yes, in yourself. That's that's exactly what Damn, I'm saying. I like what I hear. That's smart. You're a, you're a shrewd businesswoman, and that's what we like to hear. But I mean, I. Mean, I- uh, sorry, I was going to say I invest my time and my creative, you know, opinion and aesthetic. Yeah, I mean, That's my investment. Whitney leaves it know. all on the floor. The sweat equity is is very high. Yes, exactly. But so since since you were on TV though, you've had you've built like a cottage industry, I would say. Like obviously you did clothes, but now Oh shit! And she's got the big harmless harvest. She's you, rich you are now. drinking Damn. a massive harmless harvest, Whitney. That thing is the size of a of an elephant's femur. Is that is that a sixty four ouncer? Yeah, hold. The, can you hold that up to the camera again, please? I'm giving it for um, reference. So it's actually thirty thirty two fluid ounces. Straight to the dome. Straight to the motherfucking dome. <laughs> you know, actually, That's- I was thinking about this, Whitney. I was, um, I, I got some harmless harvest. O- only a broke boy, small, small, regular version, not, not your big daddy one. But I was thinking about like, you know, ten years ago when coconut water first came out, how it was just like, like the one cocoa and the Vita cocoa, and we'd have like a twenty-four pack of them in our fridge, and it was the best thing ever. When you compare it to harmless harvest, it's you can't even compare. It's so much better. No. I feel like that what we were drinking sugar water. Mm-hmm. We like were what we, we originally were. were, but this is it was fucking I mean, bullshit. I know. Is what it was? These things, <laughs> these are really they're yeah they're pricey, but it's so good. And I also I get really bad headaches, and coconut water is like one of the things that really helps oh, my really? headaches. So yeah, I I'm I when I'm feeling good about myself, I buy the the big boy and drink it all. You know, in a in a swift walk from Whole Foods back home. Yeah, if, if really he had bad. a good day on the stock market or something like that, yeah. he he will get the big <laughs> yeah. boy. <laughs> yeah, you guys got yeah. like my a broker big calls ad me and deal. tells me we're good. Yeah. <laughs> well, speaking of food, Whitney, are, are, is it true that you consider yourself to be a picky eater? Yeah. Oh my God, this is so funny. Um, I'd love to see like the research you guys do before these convos, and then like what you write down. I, I look at much. your Instagram stories, and then I say like, <laughs> "Damn, I could beat I could be here at tennis," and then that's about it. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. This is not. This is I not mean, NPR here. Relax. Okay. We're, we're just go. We're a little bit off the dome, you know? No, I love this. This is so much better than like, what's your inspiration? Mm-hmm. Um, so um, I forgot what you asked. So, me. What, oh, so you're a picky eater. eater. What, are, yeah. what are some of these? What are some of the foods that you consider to be super disgusting? Like a real, um, a real red flag. A real turnoff. So I don't need any pasta. <gasps> Really? Um, it, why and and is there a reason why? <laughs> because ever since I was little, I really didn't like the texture, so oh. I never. So the mouthfeel is unappealing to you. Yeah, exactly. Even though there's other things that I like that are very that it's like hypocritical. Like I really love boba. You know, like mm-hmm. the little tapioca. Yeah, that's that's a wild ass texture. Wild, and I'm obsessed with it, but I can't have pasta. Well, I mean, that's um, that's good. I mean, that keeps us girls thin and, and svelte, not, not sucking down Yeah, I was about to say, I wish, I wish I hated pasta. Do you hate pizza, too, and donuts? <laughs> no, I actually love pizza. Um, I have, like, a five-year-old kid uh, appetite. Palette, like, you have the, uh, the palate of a five, five-year-old. Yeah, that's, like, I don't no, like fish. I don't like turkey. No I don't fish, really no turkey. 
Um, <laughs> so you just eat like handfuls of Cheerios dry? <laughs> Timmy tells me I eat like a bird. Like I eat a lot of nuts and seeds. Mm-hmm. Um, this is cool. <laughs> I eat. <laughs> this is like the new diet. Okay, where this do you where not- do you stand? Uh, a lot of people are turned off by white creamy stuff, like like mayonnaise and and ranch dressing. Like what what? How do you how do you feel about that? So I'm fine with mayonnaise in stuff, like if it's a spicy mayo or like a. But you don't eat it straight out of but, the jar with the spoon, is what you're saying? Yeah, no, and I, but I don't eat sour cream. I hate sour cream is disgusting. Cream cheese, I've never eaten. Um, I stand. I stand with Whit. I stand with Whitney. I think we have more in common diet wise than than I ever. But will thought. you slurp down a yogurt? Like, what do you mean? Like a pouch? Like a kid's pouch? <laughs> I mean, like any kind of yogurt. Yeah, I you like enjoy yogurt. Yo- so yogurt's fine, sour cream not fine. I'm just saying they're they're you know they're not too far away from each other. I know it's true. It's just yogurt, like. But you'll hit the pouch. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, sour cream is just like tangy. Kind of, it doesn't taste right. Like mm-hmm. it tastes like you're not supposed. It, to it tastes as if something uh, bacterial has occurred in there, which is which is true. That has what yeah. happened. Yeah, it's sour. You know, sour. We, we went. Uh, you to- know, sour cream is sour. I have I have found that as well. <laughs> I literally like just put that together. <laughs> okay. Okay. I love I love watching you understand that in real time. That was a beautiful thing to see. Yeah, we had a full breakthrough moment. Okay. We went to we so we went to Boa. I mean, excuse me. We went to we went to Delilah the other night for dinner, mm-hmm. and they had a. It was bad, of course, but they had a. The menu was there was a twenty seven dollar chicken tender. Is that what you would have ordered on the menu? Oh my god, that sounds so good. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, so you're a tender. You're a tender head. Yeah. So you said you live in Burbank. Do you go to the? Or or you're in Burbank right now. I'm in I'm in, I'm in Glendale Burbank oh, Glendale. border kind of. Okay, well the the chicken tenders at the Whole Foods in Burbank, you know the one on Olive, the the chicken tenders from the hot bar. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm, well, I'm familiar. I, I haven't had the tenders though, but I literally go to that Whole Foods in Burbank maybe four or five days a week. It's it's kind of a problem. Then we've definitely probably seen each other there or cross paths. I would have known, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> When I reached for my avocado, I saw you. Right, right. The next, the next time I'm at Whole Foods in Burbank and I see you there, I will say, "What's up?" Yeah, look for me or text me now that you have my cell phone number. Can do. So, so the tender's there, a plus. What, what do you, what do we dip in though? What's um, our dip? No dip. So, so I kind of like dryness too, dry things. So I just <laughs> you eat the tendy dry. You hit Tendi raw. That is raw wild dog Tendi. Not what? What? I know. I know. Timmy's always like, heat it up and dip it in ketchup. Like, really live no. your wait, life. You eat, wait, heat it up. You eat the Tendi cold and dry. I just eat it right. I I eat it whatever. Wit. I eat it right out of the fresh. I, I eat it usually in my car as soon as I've gotten in my car from the grocery. Look, store. you're not just, pregnant anymore. You had the kid. You don't have to yeah, do this. Yeah, you don't have to do this. You have no excuse anymore. You have no excuse for this. So you're in the Tesla in the parking lot, scarfing down the tendies raw. Do you get no, well, do you get raw, do you but... get mad if Timmy puts all the groceries in the trunk and you can't get to them while you're driving home? 
<laughs> oh yeah, I that's like the first thing I do is make sure that the attendees are in the front seat. Like, before what is we our road snack? I know for the for the four and a half minute drive up up the hill. What am and I going to be drink. snacking on? Yeah, and a drink so my mouth isn't too dry from the dry chicken tendies. <laughs> <laughs> this is an incre- This is incredible. Did you ever? Wonderful. Do you eat sushi? No, uh, I I eat like tempura and that kind of stuff from sushi restaurants, but I don't eat like. So you're telling me you lived sushi. in LA your whole life when katana was popping, and you were not eating sushi when at When Katsuya point. was lit, <laughs> this it was. Is crazy. You know what was the spot was Ten Masa on Sunset was the spot because they would mm-hmm. they would accept everybody's fake IDs. Um, mm. But good yeah, intel. no. I never really my my it's cuz my parents never really ate it. My parents were like my mom's from was from Chicago and my dad's family also from the Midwest and they were like very kind of like starch protein, mm-hmm. you know, meat and like, potatoes. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And milk with dinner, that whole thing. Milk with dinner, what a time. Both Chris and I don't eat breakfast or lunch just to let you know. Now, you oh you do like the um Inter- intermittent Chris, fasting. I, I Chris eat, I eat, suffers I, from body dysmorphia. I think. <laughs> I think I have a serious. I'm a recovering fat person. You know what I mean. So it's still it, it sticks with me no matter. Even mm-hmm. though I'm 38 years old, it doesn't really. But go wait, away. Whitney, did you ever have a fatty phase? I had a fatty phase in phage. I had a fatty phase in uh, my freshman year of college, which is pretty typical. But I was so depressed. Okay, I went to University of Colorado in Boulder for a year, and. Wow, very so, crunchy of you. Go boulders. I know. I know. Go um uh go buffaloes, not go boulders. Buffaloes. Come on, Jason. Show some respect. Hey, the um, only buffalo I know is, is dipped in blue cheese, baby. <laughs> Carry on, Whitney. I haven't had I don't eat buffalo chicken wings though, by the way. I know. Um but I'm glad you're married. I'm glad you're married because dating would be tough. You know what I mean? Like you can't where do you take someone like you to dinner? You know what I mean? I'm Ikea. not that bad. I'm not. I've, yes. I've told you all the things that I don't like, but there's so many things that I do. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that. Don't get excited. Wow, with this that is inflection. a great place to put up my commercial break. <laughs> <laughs> when we get back from the break, we're going to hear about all the foods that Whitney does love to eat. Does love. Yeah, <laughs> this is exciting. Um, anyways, I was eating pizza and dipping it in ranch dressing and I was having my mom send me my favorite candy from LA and just like drinking spike seltzer. And I think I had gained, uh, I don't know, maybe like 40 pounds. Go off. Okay. So yeah, like you you can't even find anything at Kitson at that point. That's tough. (laughs) (laughs) Even I mean, yeah, even Kitson clearance sale is not really going to have much for you with the, <laughs> oh with an extra God. four zero. But yeah, I mean, so that that's the year where you're like, okay, I'm going to start. I'm going to keep eating like I did when I was 13. I'm going to have like nasty shit all the time, and I'm also going to start like power drinking every night because because I'm 21 and I'm in college. Exactly, it that's hap- exactly and, you know, what happened. It happens to the best of us. And then I transferred to USC and and started like living my healthier lifestyle mm. and I've never looked back. <laughs> okay. Wow, I wish I would have started living my healthy lifestyle in college. Instead, I started living my, I think I said, t- when did I start Jason? 34? Maybe? Yeah, I would 30, say so. 33. Mm. Are you guys yeah, healthy? We had a, we had a more intimate relationship with drugs and alcohol later on into <laughs> our life versus earlier. Cause we both grew up yeah. as like straight edge bros. 
Me too. So, you did too? <laughs> Straight edge. Oh, God, I love it. Straight so edge, bro. You're, you're, so you're were you, me, did you actually like identify yourself as a straight edge person? I I think I was, but I'm not anymore. Right, right, right. Um, like, and I think that a lot of people have that kind of preconceived notion about me that I'm kind of like straight edge and like mm-hmm. whatever a bay from Brentwood, as you guys <laughs> called me. You're, you're a <laughs> you're a badass straight edge Brentwood bay who's putting X's on her hands and beating up people all the time. So, I got knuck- I got a knuckle tattoo, man. Hey, take it easy, Whitney. Take it easy. <laughs> take it easy. This is um, virtual. This is virtual. Calm down. I can- I don't ever remember where we were going with this. Uh, you were asking we're me what about was us I- being fat. Oh, that. <laughs> and, oh, right. And having us being straight edge. Yeah. And my parents were really, really strict. Were yours? No. Uh, we no. just. Uh, this is all by choice. Yeah. Uh, this is all by choice. We just did it. Uh, you know, to try and fit in with people. Like once you get to high school. And you're like, who am I going to hang out with? I, I was I gravitated towards the straight edge kids versus like the the party kids because I didn't like Same. listening to Sublime. I wanted to I listen like, to something. I else. feel like going to Crossroads though. I feel like I mean, from the people I know, it seemed like there was a deep party culture. There was. Um, my grade though, in particular, was like very straight edge. But there was Crossroads. Definitely was known for that. Were you, and, like, were you his- pals with my my dog Mark the Cobra Snake over over at Crossroads? So he, <laughs> I, I he didn't go to Crossroads. He went oh. to um you went to Harvard Westlake. I can't. I think he either went to Brentwood or Harvard. Oh no, I think he went to Winward. But we went to we went to Warner Avenue Elementary together. Mm. Yeah. Okay. I love him. Yeah, we're potting with him later on this month, actually. Oh my god! We'll cool. we'll, we'll send your love. Yeah, please do. Um, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> it was, my husband. My I was like pretty straight edge, and then even in college, I didn't really go that nuts. It kind of wasn't until I met my husband that like I became. Oh. I don't even know you what made, I'm trying to say. You became grounded. Big Timmy's a bad influence. He was bringing out the ketamine at dinner. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> crazy. <laughs> I don't. Wow. I don't feel like Timmy's a bad influence though. But Timmy could be no. a snacker, right? Yeah. Oh, you mean? In, well, he's definitely a snacker. He's not a bad influence. He just like he has extremes. So if he if he likes to party or drink, like he goes all in. You mm-hmm. know. If you're but gonna do it, know, do it. I, I know. <laughs> So he didn't have a, a problem with Oxycontin or anything like that, did he? No, he did okay. not. He never had any drug issues. Okay, thank you. Nice. <clears throat> do you guys know him, or do you, I don't know if maybe you no, know him from New no, York? No, I don't know. No. We no, just based off of you know listening to your podcast, you know, you feel like you know Tim. The deep research we do, but did you guys meet? You guys met on the show, right? He worked on the show. Yeah, um, he was a producer on the show, but we didn't actually get together until after the show was canceled um but we hey, got let's really not, close we don't have to say show. whitney we don't have to say canceled we could say after the show ended we mm-hmm. look mm-hmm. we don't have to you don't have to do that to yourself you know well, <laughs> I, I, I appreciate that professionalism and the ethics that you guys you know adhere to because mm-hmm. uh, i'm sure mtv hr was breathing down your neck yeah right um <laughs> uh no, honestly I I always I guess I I don't know why my brain just immediately goes to canceled instead of ended. Um, that's 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 the right television phrase. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's I think that's the terminology. Yeah, and I got want to be honest. Mm-hmm. 
this is why we pod. This is why, this we, why pod. we pod. So does does pod. does your does your life partner Tim enjoy podcasting with you from time to time? Does he does he does he feel like it might be a chore, or does he feel like maybe I need to be doing this more often? No, he likes do he likes hosting it with me, but like when other people ask us to do a podcast with them together, like where they're interviewing us, mm. he doesn't really like that. Because mm. he he wants to he likes to be kind of like in charge and producing and leading the conversation. That's like his more of his role mm. as opposed to being the one like on the mm. other side of the questions. Mm. Uh, I get it. I'm a as a professional podcast guest. I find that you know we do this we do this show three times a week, and I tell you what, it's exhausting. So you you host you record three episodes a week, or you are guests? No, we do three episodes of How Long Gone a week, and then we do a live Twitch show on Thursdays as well. So that's f- that's four hours of content with this idiot that you see on the screen. That's a lot, you guys. I know he's he he's my Timmy is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah, your life partner. Uh, well, speaking guys, of me being yeah. his Timmy, you know, Chris, <laughs> we talk we talk about fashion and and menswear a lot on the show. We make fun of each other's clothing all uh, you know constantly and the way we look. Is there anything about Timmy's fashion choices that you would you would like to change if you had the option to? <laughs> I actually love how Timmy dresses, and I'm really picky about how guys dress. Like, I don't ever want them to be like too. Like, if a guy's really trendy, mm-hmm. or like has looks like he's put a lot of thought into stuff, like it's kind it's kind of a turnoff for me. I don't know why. I've always mm-hmm. just felt that way. Like, I've liked more of a casual, undone mm. vibe. Yeah, you know, like a nice pair of shorts, no biggie, some Birkenstocks. <laughs> call it a day. <laughs> There's there's Jason, a little moisturizer, a little moisturizer, but you couldn't tell. <laughs> stop describing yourself. But you wouldn't want a guy who's perhaps done, you know, spent more time getting ready for dinner than you have. Is is what you're saying? I don't mind. I don't mind the hygiene aspect of it. I'm down for him to take however long he needs on his skincare routine and mm-hmm. his body and whatever he needs to do. But I just don't. I, I just don't like a man that's like too manicured. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like a little dirt under the nails. Maybe does a little yard work around the house, perhaps. Yeah, mm-hmm. like scruffiness, like clothes a little bit dirty mm. and like old looking. <laughs> Is it hot in here? <laughs> <laughs> old old looking, you mean clothes or face? A <laughs> little oh, bit clothes. of both. Okay, okay, I understand. I'm sorry. I, 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 was, I get confused sometimes, you know. I'm slow. <laughs> I'm slow. It's okay. So, but so otherwise, you wouldn't really you you wouldn't really change anything about his look. No, no, I, no, I don't think that's so. That's great. Yeah. No, that's amazing. I mean, she you know. could be lying, but I for some reason I trust you. Yeah, I feel like, like I trust it, her as well. Yeah, I feel like I was like the architect kind of behind mm. this look. You like got in early. It, you got in early. He, oh. Yeah, he had it in him, and then I helped elevate it, and I feel like he's hotter now than when I met him, so I feel like it's because of me. So at the, at the, at the, at the, at the port household, what's the workout routine looking like? Mm. Um, so actually this morning I worked out on my own. I've been doing a lot of like Melissa Wood 
flow, like a lot of yoga and Pilates type things, just virtual. And Timmy does that with me, actually. Mm-hmm. Long and long and lean, sweetie. That's what we're all yeah. going for. Exactly. <laughs> you know. <laughs> okay, so Trust Timmy, me, I Timmy's know. core, his core is getting better, is what you're saying. His core is getting better. Mm-hmm. His tush is getting better. Um, yeah, fel- all fellows could work on that. Yeah, I feel like guys usually have like kind of pancakey small. Um, yeah, both Chris and I but, have no ass, and yeah. it keeps us up at night. It does. Okay, so it we're doing so we're doing we're doing virtual yoga. We're not doing hot yoga in a parking lot. No. Oh my God, does that exist? Yeah, my yeah, my, j- my girlfriend goes like almost five days a week. I'll I'll send you the link. Oh my God! So I was going to hot yoga at Core Power Yoga. We were going together like four days a week. Mm-hmm. Um, and then obviously since COVID, we've just been doing this shit at home, but well, we uh, need to talk, well, what's the, what, I mean, are we incorporating weights? Is there any strength training? No. So yeah, it's either, I know Mm. I'm, I don't really feel like I'm in the best shape ever. Really. (laughs) Um. (laughs) Well, you know, I think that most people in the world would probably agree with you right now. And I think that's okay. Yeah, Uh, you're right. We shouldn't put, you know, Jason and I are kind of nut jobs. Um, we we work out twice a day, often, you know, depending on our our schedule. He 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 more than I. I'm a lunatic, so I'm sober and I have nothing to do. So it's kind of like <laughs> par for the course, you know what okay. I mean? Um, okay. But I, we did notice that you guys are playing tennis, which is our sport of choice. So is that something new for you, or did you grow up doing that, or what's the story? Yeah, I just started playing like two months ago. I've never played. And I started um, getting lessons, and it's been so fun. It's so fun. Timmy played with me for the first time the other day and tried to teach me how to. I had never um, served overhand served. served. Yeah, my service, my serve really needs help. But um, well, serving is really hard, so don't feel bad. The hardest like, part takes like say. years and years to really even become decent at it. Yeah, there's like so many different things you have to think about at the same time. It's hard to put all together. That's mm-hmm. kind of how I feel like with tennis in general. Maybe it's just because I haven't played a sport in a while, but I just feel like tennis is a very meditative sport. Like you're constant, mm-hmm. you're very in the zone, thinking about where your body, what what you need to do with your body, and there's like no room for thinking about anything yeah. else, which I like. That's yeah. that's that's probably why we are so drawn to it, especially yeah. during COVID, where you need you know that meditation. It's, exactly. it's a great excuse. So you have so you have a tennis instructor. How hot is he or she? <laughs> he's not. He's he's attractive. He, but he's not. I I wouldn't say hot. Mm-hmm. He's tall. Um, Go his, on. That, that helps. Mm-hmm. He's tall and and dark and a little handsome, but not like super. <laughs> Tall, dark, and a little handsome. There's a lot worse. worse tall, dark, and handsome, but not super hot. Okay, he's, he's tall, dark, and I. You know yeah, what? I, I would accept that description of myself. Like that's a. I, I, if would, I, heard I would that, as I'd well. Be like, I would as well. Yeah, that's sick. Okay, yeah, I'll I'll, I'll rock with that. That's Two going on my the, the jacket of my book. That's fine. You know what I mean? Tall, dark, handsome, and all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's fair. You know, that's a, that's a fair judgment. Uh. <laughs> Well, are you how how often are you taking a lesson? Once a week, twice a week? Like what are we talking yeah, about? Like once a week right now. Um, when how much longer will you guys be good enough to do a doubles game, you know, behind the podcast paywall of course for our listeners? 
I I I feel like I need. I mean, Timmy's really good. I don't know. I, oh. I don't even. Mm. I don't know how the game even is played. I only know. I'm only. I've only learned how to hit the ball. I don't mm. know, like. Sure. What yeah, love means or any of yeah. the mm-hmm. terminology. Um, but I feel like I need another six months before I can really competitive. Okay. Not even competitively, but like have fun with Timmy hitting it. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. So he did he play in like high school or college or just grow up playing? No, he just grew up playing. He's just yeah, he just grew up playing. Mm. So let's um let's talk about COVID, stress relief, all the things going on. You know, we've talked before about, you know, vices in our life before. Um, you know, so what are some of your vices and what are some of the ways that you relieve your stress? Is it indica or sativa or how does it work? <laughs> um, it's both, whatever <laughs> mood I'm feeling. <laughs> okay, so Whitney, are you chief in the loud? I don't know what that means, but I'm going to assume that Are you yes. do you find yourself <laughs> being gone off the gas? <laughs> Definitely gone off the gas. I can guess what that means. Um, <laughs> so you you and Timmy like to free your mind at night is what you're saying. We like to free our mind at night. <laughs> and sometimes during the day and sometimes in the morning. Oh, damn. Um, wow. I like no, it. No, honestly, I that that when when I'm not on like mom duty, which is rare, like which is mostly just nighttime, that that's when I feel like I can release and do that. And I mm-hmm. do do that. And that is that is huge for me. Like I actually was a huge pothead in college. And then well, you did go to Boulder for yeah, a year. Not, not really that, coming as a big surprise. Yeah, I never even I never even smoked in, at Boulder. Really? It wasn't until I got home and had a stoner boyfriend at USC that I got into weed. And mm. I was like such a pothead. And then I had like a couple bad experiences where I thought I was going to like have a heart attack. And then I moved. To We've New all York been there. Yeah, and I I remember smoking for the first time in New York when I just moved there, and I was like, what the fuck did I just do? Like, this is crazy. (laughs) And so then I was like, I have to stop smoking weed because I can't have this much anxiety about my life. Sure. Um, So I stopped for a while, and it really wasn't until this quarantine, now with, like, all this time at home and all of this need to, like, unwind that Mm -hmm. I've gotten back into it. And I I feel lucky that it hasn't made me super anxious except for timmy told me i do this annoying thing when i'm high which is like um <laughs> like i sorry i was just like swiping something up um i pretend i like guess what he's thinking and like <laughs> like if there's an opinion about something all, all, all if i think that he's thinking something like all have that same opinion like i does that make sense can you can you give us an example perhaps yeah so okay we were so okay we, i'm trying to think of one that's like a and try opinion. try and weave emily and paris into it if you can yeah, if you could do us a, a small favor, that'd be great. Just for our listeners. Just for our listeners. Mm-hmm. Honestly. It's not a deal breaker, um, but it would help. Do you guys have a, an Emily in Paris endorsement that you have to do? or <laughs> I wish. Actually, no. yes. I endorse it fully. I endorse it for... I didn't... So, Jason hates it and hasn't been able to watch it. But I watched it's it so up bad. until the fourth or fifth episode. And I, I'm not like a Lily Collins head, but then there's the hot blonde friend that comes in, and all of a sudden my interest was piqued. Yeah. Um, 
So there's I'm a little in, little something for everyone on Emily in Paris. There's right? a little something for everyone, exactly. So mm-hmm. I I like it, but I also like stupid stuff, and I think yeah. that it's okay to like stupid stuff, and I feel no shame. You mm-hmm. know? I agree. I think I mean I like so much stupid stuff. Like most of the TV that I like is stupid stuff, but. Emily in Paris, I st- I tried it for like five minutes and I couldn't do it. Hell yes, Whitney. <laughs> Hell yes. Fuck. I mean, maybe if I saw that pretty blonde, I would think differently because I'm mm. a fa- I like watching beautiful people. So on you're TV. saying you're a fan of pretty blondes too. I'm glad that we have that in common. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't see her yet. But maybe I'll check out and see if it's worth watching. Um, but. The I'm trying to think of the thing. Oh, we we were then on the phone with someone. It was like we smoked and then we got on the phone with someone. Mm. And after we got off the phone, I was like, yeah, I didn't. We It was an interview. And I was like, yeah, I don't have a good feeling about I, this is a story is actually going to go nowhere. And this is a <laughs> terrible story. So so you were so you so when you get high, you feel like you you want to try and predict what Timmy's thoughts are about something. And then you exactly. and then you tell him, I bet you thought that this thing <laughs> happened like this, and he's like, Oh fuck, how did you know that? Or Man, he's like crazy. Bitch, you are too high. Can you please leave me alone? You're like No, he he's like he's like Whitney. No, I'll do it. I'll be like, Oh, that guy was annoying, huh? Or something, because I can tell that he thought he was annoying. And and he'll be like, Whitney, you do this thing when you get high where you think that you know what I'm thinking and like I'd really appreciate if you not do it. And then he'll give me a he'll give me a hug and like squeeze me really tightly. Like he's so frustrated, but he's also just like trying to be nice about it. I like this. I feel like you guys have a good line of communication going. Yeah, I mean, whenever he says anything that he thinks is going to hurt my feelings, like he has to put like a hand on me or something to like <laughs> make sure Man, that I a, don't. That sounds like a trick he learned from like a. That, that's a good trick. That mm-hmm. seems smart. That you know, seems when like you're some like mind games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you like you put your hand on the on their lap and you're like, honey, like I'm going to tell you something mm-hmm. that yeah. may upset you, but <laughs> I like that, babe. Are you, you sitting guys? Down? You, you guys work together, right? A little bit. He he is he helps me with the YouTube mostly. Like we do the city react. We do some like reality show reaction videos on our YouTube that he helps me with, and he's become really involved in the YouTube community and like loves our YouTube community and wants to design merch for them and like mm. is really obsessed with this specific community. Is it popping for you? Is YouTube really popping off? It's um no. I mean not. <laughs> I only have no. like. I only have like 110 or 115,000 subscribers or something, but mm. the community is really engaged. Yeah. So so that's good. And like the more obviously you engage and the more the, they mean yeah. to you, the more you'll get, yeah. right? So Timmy has really taken that under his wing. But other than that, we don't really work together other than like... Mm-hmm. Life. life, raising a life. child. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Do you so you you're still able? Do you watch a lot of reality TV? You can you can do it. Yeah, I can still do it. <laughs> Hell yeah, I, me too. <laughs> were you guys on? Were you on reality TV? You know, I wasn't. I actually wanted to ask you this no. though because I feel like we did you on the show. You interned at Epic Records, correct? I think that was Audrina. I thought you were in the office with her. Never mind. There, I managed a band that was on. We did a reality show for MTV called Band in the Bubble. They were called Cartel. 
Okay. And there was like a there was a scene where we were on we it was a crossover. You know what I mean? Oh where like God. they looked at the record. But I thought for some reason that you I, I can't. It's been a long time. You know, it's a hazy yeah. past. Mm. Maybe I was there. Maybe I was like was it, if there was a concert or something like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was Audrina, Chris. Yeah, I, look, I know the fucking difference between I fucking know the difference between Whitney and Audrina. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that, Jason. <laughs> I'm sorry. Not today. Not today. Okay. Well, I'm glad you can. I'm glad you can still watch reality TV. I mean, it is. What is your favorite show? Which Real Housewives um, do you watch? I mean, okay. The, I watch. I think the Housewives franchise that's the best is New York. Um, wow, interesting. Because I think they're just the craziest. And, but I, I like kind of my favorite, like shit show is Siesta Key. Oh God damn. You went to the bottom. When they go low, you go lower. (laughs) Whitney, it's worse than I thought. (laughs) Ah, Siesta Key. I love it. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Go off, Whitney, go off. Like I am, fr- I I think maybe that hits too close t- to home for me as a person from the south. I'm like, this is too far. But I have watched. Don't get it twisted. I have watched so it. It's too for, far for me. For our listeners at home and myself as well, who have never seen the the Emmy Award nominated <laughs> Siesta Key, could you describe what what type of uh, what type of action goes down down in yes. the keys? Siesta Key is a docudrama. <laughs> Based. Do not say docudrama. Do not do that. Do not do that. <laughs> it's a docudrama reality TV series based in Siesta Key in Florida. And it's um documents the lives of about 10, 10 21-year-old trashy Floridians mm-hmm. trying to do various things like cocaine. Yes. Yes. They can't show that, you know. Yeah, they yeah, can't yeah. show that on, on reality TV, yeah, the, but you know it's going the on. The key in Siesta Key has nothing to do with uh, with Florida. It's it's all it's, it's, it, that's a, that's a housekeeper. About baby. That. I never God, I'm learning so much today. Sour cream and mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, this podcast Siesta is not just about us. We want you to go. Educa- well. It's educa- it's educational. Yeah. Siesta Key is a crazy choice, and I'm I'm shocked, but also excited by that answer. Yeah, it's I know it's 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 so like trashy and and like uh, I hate to say idiotic, but it just it's okay. is one, one of those shows. I'm just like I'm so zoned out when I watch it, yeah. and I kind of love that. Um, I also love like real world road rules challenge. Yes, now we're talking. Now fuck? we're cooking with gas. <laughs> yeah, I I love. I mean, I'm OG real world head, but when the challenges got in, I I was also in on those. So I you like out. watching the people who are who are a part of the road rules do some little stunts and stuff, and this is good. Yeah, it's it's not even people from road rules anymore because road rules was gone so long ago. It's mm. like now people from either real world or they're bringing in people like from big brother and it's Mm -hmm. getting a little bit random, but it's still, it's still pretty good. Do you think, I know we just met, but do you think Jason and I should try to be on survivor? Do you think, how do you think we would do? Oh my God. I love survivor too. Um, (laughs) So 
Um, do you want me to be totally honest with you? Yeah, of course. What would it take? What would it take for us to succeed? You know, out of the two of us, who do you think has more kind of real world skills involving survivalism? You know, hunting, fishing, taking an animal apart with your bare hands, things like that. This is just my gut, but I think you, Jason, on the top are mm-hmm. the ones that would go further. I'm yeah, sorry. Jason is um, on the top, isn't he? Um, oh, it's Jason, you. <laughs> you you are a top. I agree, but that's not the, that's not what she's saying. She's saying <laughs> you're on top. I, Whitney, you know you're right. I'm a little bit more of a city mouse, if you will. You know, I I um I love to shop and go to restaurants and watch reality TV and you know all the stuff us chicks like to do. That's mm-hmm. true. <laughs> I mean, I, I I don't know. It seems maybe I'm just basing that off of. Maybe it's not fair of me. I need to know you guys a little bit more. But no, I told no, Timmy, it was fair and absolutely correct. You, you did it good. Correct. <laughs> you, yeah, your, Whitney, your intuitions were spot on. Jason might be able to save your life in nature, but I know what to order at, at the Ivy for lunch, and that's <laughs> that's why I mean you will get along just fine. Okay, Look, who You're goes more to of like Ivy a long term partnership? Yeah. Um, so I survivor. I told Timmy he should try out for that. I don't know how hard it is to get. I mean, you guys should audition. Do you do you do like casting tapes for that, or are you not really serious about doing that? I think um, we would be serious about doing that. We'll have to see what our agent says. We're looking. We're moving into the visual medium of of television with our Twitch show. So you know, the we we don't we don't know yet where this is going to go, but we're confident. Mm-hmm. Amazing. What's the Twitch show? The Twitch show is Jason and I. It's like a. It's like we go. So so it is with Mad Decent, which is Diplo's record label, and they have a a a streaming studio downtown, and we go there and host guests with a green screen behind us. It's basically you know, what it's like we're a- doing right now, except behind us there's a bunch of funny pictures of things that happened that week, and then we'll we'll talk about yeah. them and have guests on. Oh my god, funny! Oh, it's funny. funny. We I'm drink matcha. Surprised. It's a whole thing. Yeah. <laughs> what you know? What what is your are you, what's your number one coffee shop in LA? This is a question we ask a lot of our guests. Um, Lily's, um, in in Laurel Canyon at the Laurel Canyon Country Mart. Mm. Wow, that's a deep cut. I've that's never had I've cut. never had Lily's uh, at the it's Country really Mart. Really good. But I, I mean, I'm also like a classic coffee bean lover. I know it's not like I was going to say. You strike you. me as a as a sugar free frap frap girl. I get full sugar actually. Oh. And frap frap is Starbucks, not coffee bean. Coffee beans, the original ice blended. <laughs> uh, that was a quiz, and you passed. Well done. Thank you. So you go full sugar. I'm proud of you. I go full sugar. Full sugar. Full. Um, <laughs> I do. Oh, my my order coffee bean is a double shot uh, vanilla latte with oat milk. We doing iced or we doing hot? Depends hot. on the no, season. Hot only. No, 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 no matter the weather, I'm doing hot. So you're a, you're a spicy morning. sipper year round. Hot, yeah, and you're I, in I, Palm I, Springs, 115 degrees. Hot hot coffee going down. The thing is, is I take really small sips and I drink my coffee for like seven hours. So it's never really that hot. Okay. But like, I just, there's something really soothing about that. 
I'm I'm I've learned so much today. Honestly, it's mm-hmm. it's really my third eye is fucking open, Jason. Yeah, I don't know yeah. if you're feeling that. Whitney, you live a twisted, fucked up life, and I love it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I you know I'm a little we bit knew confusing, we want- right? I'm like a little bit confusing. <laughs> I. I look. These are all great answers. I oh. just we ask the questions. You know, it's not. It's, yeah, it's yeah we not we like to have all kinds of weirdos on this show, and and you're no different. Oh my god, good. I want to be a weirdo. I don't want to be who you thought I was going to be like. Well, I think you, we we all knew all along, but we just had to you know set up the little story arc to really have you land on on who you are as a person. Totally, and it's because of you guys that I'm able to feel comfortable. Sharing this stuff, like I don't, I just met you guys, and I told you that I'm a pothead, <laughs> and, I, and I have a child. A, look, what a, look, I I have never been attracted to a girl who's not a pothead with an eating disorder. So, <laughs> I, also, I also so you don't you're have keeping you're keeping the the ratio alive. Well done. Thank you for that. <laughs> Well, so, so on your podcast, who who do you like? Who would you consider to be some of your dream guests? If you can get anyone on, Michelle Obama, it's fine. You can say it. I mean, she would be really cool. Um, <laughs> I would I would say probably. I know this is so cheesy, but it would be my dad. But he's he's not alive. <laughs> mm. um, Whitney, <laughs> but. It would be my dad, and then other than that, I feel there, there's no one like specifically I'm mm-hmm. gunning towards, but just, um, mm-hmm. you know, mostly, no offense to you, but mostly women who are just doing cool and different things. Mm-hmm. Well, we fancy ourselves to be a bit of a girl boss, so it's fine. Who? We 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 fancy ourselves to be girl bosses in oh, our own way. Okay, mm-hmm. do you guys want to yeah. come on my podcast? Fellas, fellas can be girl bosses too. All right, this is That's 2020. True. Whitney. You can be whatever you want, whatever you consider yourself to be. Yeah, if you would like to have us on your podcast, I guess we'll come on. Sure, I would love that. Wonderful. What would I? Uh, well, I ask you guys. Well, I mean, cause your a- your style of podcasting, I guess, is a little different than ours, where yours might be a little more thematic, and you'll have you know some pre recorded, not pre recorded, but like you know uh, outlined questions, and then we really just kind of hit record and cross our fingers. Sometimes it works out, sometimes it doesn't. With a pod pro like you, of course, it works out. I like this. Pl- I like this better. I'm just not as like naturally funny and quick as you guys are in order to have that kind of podcast. You mm-hmm. know? I, I, I'm. I disagree. I'm I think be- you need to believe in yourself more. And you're and underselling also, yourself. And also, you know, maybe give it a try. Maybe like you know, because the way we do it is we'll have three episodes a week. Two of them are with the guest. One of them is just the two of us, and that's really where we can kind of practice our our improvisational conversation. And then, you know, also you can just record an episode like that, you know, with Timmy or a friend or whoever you want and where you can be a little bit more like this style. And then that's what that's what the editors are for, where you you, you talk for an hour and a half, you remove 30 minutes of the bullshit that doesn't need to be there. And then you sound really smart at the end. Yeah, I mean, that's. Definitely what I try to do, not the conversation part, but I have I do exactly what you're saying. Like mm-hmm. I have my outline of questions and then if things go off topic, I'm co- totally cool with that. Like I don't mm-hmm. I'm not the kind of interviewer that's just going to go from question to question. Like I'm going to take the answers and try to weave them into, mm-hmm. you know, deeper conversations. 
But I do think that the podcast would be more interesting if it was just more conversational. Because then I think, I don't know, people feel more comfortable and they don't feel like they're being quizzed. Mm-hmm. So I need to kind of like, I've been doing it for a year and I'm still figuring it out. I It's like the thing that I feel the most insecure doing mm-hmm. um, out of all the different like random things I do. But I'm... It's like a work in progress for me, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I think That's- you do a good job at it. And hopefully doing this podcast helped, uh, you know, show you a new side of podcasting that'll make you feel more comfortable. It did. It did. I love this. Great. Um, before before we let you go, I had a, a question. I, I wanted to just, just, would love for you to give us the power ranking of LA clubs during the Hills era. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, I think it was... I, Number, feel like I want I want you to rank them as far as the places that you enjoyed the most. Is Ledoux up there? Well, Ledoux is up there, but it, it was the most popular on the hills, I think, because they had good access there and could always get yeah, tables yeah, yeah. to film mm-hmm. at. But I think my favorite, I, I really <laughs> liked Winston's, which wasn't really, <gasps> mm-hmm. I know how lame, right? wasn't really like a club club, mm-hmm. um, but Winston's Voyeur. Remember Voyeur? Wow. Um, LAX. Mm-hmm. Yes. Area. Wow. Yes. So you were going to some some nasty thought clubs. Yeah. That's I was. <laughs> Area. Area is a bridge too far. Wow. That's for people who lived in Studio City back then. Not now. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> I thought area was cool. Uh, I mean, no, it was a little cool. It, it was, but I think the other clubs that you were mentioning, maybe th- those are more of like an ultra lounge type of club, and then yeah. and then area is more of like a real proper clubby club club. Yeah. What was that one? There was Roger Room that was like a little bit cooler. Oh. Roger Room is where I would go to do a where I would you would take a date where you don't necessarily Act- want to be have anybody see you it was a dark it was a dark spot you know you could find a little corner i didn't think you were gonna go there i thought you were gonna say it was like a good spot for a drink after a date if you like the person and oh. you want to keep hanging out yeah it, it was it was that and also that good, too. also a good spot to do cocaine yeah great spot for that In for sure no, number one but that's another podcast. i would say for that that is another podcast Amazing. um Whitney, it was a pleasure having you on How Long Gone. Thank you for joining us. Yeah, of course. Thank you guys for having me. And I'll reach out about having you guys come on mine. It would be our honor. Okay, thank you guys so much. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, bye guys. Bye. Bye.